Where do we even begin? Hello everybody, my name is Nick Swanson and I am your host of the Full Press Coverage Browns podcast and what a day of football it was. First up, we're going to start with all of the NFL action that mattered to Browns fans on Saturday. So the Miami Dolphins took on the Las Vegas Raiders, and in this game, you needed the Raiders to win. And it looked like they were up until the very end. You had that Whenever Ryan Fitzpatrick came in, led them on the touchdown drive, then you had the Raiders with the 85-yard Nelson Aguilar score, followed by another Dolphin score. And in my opinion, on the Raiders' last drive, John Gruden coached that drive to perfect. You march down the field, you make the Dolphins use their final timeouts, run the ball, have Josh Jacobs go down every play in order to force the Dolphins to use those timeouts, and then kick the field goal with 23 seconds left. Perfect. I I know it's an unpopular decision, but in my opinion, that was a very well-coached drive. Because, realistically, you don't think Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to lead the team 85 yards downfield in 23 seconds. If you weren't watching the game... Dolphins got the ball, and on their first play, I believe it was Arden Key grabbed Ryan Fitzpatrick by the face mask as Fitz launched a bomb to a tight end who was wide open. There were zero Raiders in the area. You saw them coming from off screen. Completed the pass. Then 15 yards from that put them in field goal range. If if the Raiders didn't commit that penalty, then they would have won the game. They would have won the game. If the Raiders batted that ball down, if there was a Raider anywhere near that tight end, then the ball would have been batted down, would have drained probably about four seconds off the clock. Then they've got 19 seconds left. Not a problem. But the poor defensive execution by the interim defensive coordinator really ruined the Browns' playoff hopes. Because if if the Raiders win that game, I do believe that the Browns play better than they did against the Jets. 
which this loss is inexcusable. 23-16 to 16 to the worst team in the NFL. I think it's the least talented team in the NFL, without a doubt. I, re- I got a text saying, what was it, I... I screenshotted it and tweeted it, but it was from one of my friends saying, what was it? It was something along the lines of, this FPC Browns podcast tomorrow is going to be, it's going to be something. And I'm going to do my best to not tear apart this team because there is still hope of making the playoffs. 10 and 5. There are five teams currently fighting for that playoff spot. You've got the Titans, the Colts, the Ravens, Titans, Colts, Ravens, Browns. And Dolphins. Those five teams are still fighting to make it into the playoffs. But we're just going to talk about the Browns. 23-16 loss. Browns without Jarvis Landry, without Rashard Higgins, without Donovan Peoples-Jones, without B.J. Goodson on defense. Those missing players really hurt. There's no other way around it. If we had if we had Jarvis Landry back, then we win this game. It's as simple as that. You have a quarterback in his first year of the system now throwing to practice squad players. And you're trying to win this game to put you in the playoffs. You have you are relying on the shoulders of practice squad players to make it into the playoffs. That just shows how thinly stretched this team was, and I was surprised this game didn't get postponed. At like the Steelers games did, like the Ravens games did, like the Cowboys games did. I'm shocked that it's that they allowed this game to happen. But the Jets showed up to play and They played great defense. They sacked Baker Mayfield four times. They they were incredible. They They forced Baker to fumble the ball three times, two of which the Jets recovered, including 
that last or sorry the last fumble of the game was Baker Mayfield fumbling on the fourth down QB sneak when the ball was popped out and Kareem Hunt caught it in the air and tried to advance it which the refs called down on the spot and that ended the game so it was a very frustrating game to watch because the Browns couldn't get anything going on the ground. You had dro- key drops by Kareem Hunt, Jamarcus Bradley. Um, there was a... I guess there were two by Bradley. But it was it was bad. Like, the offense did not execute... Again, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt combined for 39 yards rushing. Granted, two touchdowns, but still 39 yards rushing. These kinds of performances cannot happen if you are trying to be a playoff team. You can't even pretend to be a playoff team if you're going to do this against the New York Jets. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. It's it's disappointing, absolutely. But like I said previously, there there are still a couple different scenarios where the Browns can clinch. So the Browns, their final game, week 17, is against the Pittsburgh Steelers, who did their part and clinched the division. The After the Raiders lost, the Browns needed the Steelers to win. The Steelers came back against the Colts, and they won the game. Browns just couldn't get it done. But the Steelers have clinched the AFC North. Currently, the Baltimore Ravens are the sixth seed, I believe, and the Browns, I know for a fact, are the seventh seed in the playoffs right now. So in order to clinch a playoff berth, the Browns need to win the game. They need to beat the Steelers, and the Steelers have not looked great over the last couple weeks, so this is possible. They need to win the game, or they need the Indianapolis Colts to lose. The Indianapolis Colts are facing the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I'm fairly confident that the Colts are going to win that game pretty easily. I don't think it'll be close. I don't think I don't think there's a chance that that the Jaguars win that. So in my opinion, that second scenario is out of out of the way. We don't need to worry about that. Next up, 
we have the Tennessee Titans. The Browns need the Titans to lose to the Houston Texans. Now, the Titans, this isn't, this isn't out of the question because the Texans have played well. Deshaun Watson has been incredible post Bill O'Brien. I'm not ruling that, that out yet. In addition to the Tennessee loss, they need a Dolphins win or tie. And the Miami Dolphins are facing the Buffalo Bills. So that is that is another plausible uh, game outcome. Because the Dolphins have played well. Tua, so far his rookie year, has disappointed. But... If the Dolphins are able to come out and beat Buffalo, which I think they have the chance of doing, then that would that would help out. And then a Baltimore win or tie. The Ravens are playing the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm confident that the that the Ravens will win that game. So right now, I think that is our best option that we've gone over so far. The Titans losing, the Dolphins winning, and the Ravens winning clinch a playoff berth for the Browns no matter what. Browns could lose this game, doesn't matter, as long as those three happen. Next up, this this is where we start getting into the very unlikely ones the Browns need to tie not win or tie they need to tie and Baltimore needs to lose to the Bengals I I think that is the least likely of all of them because or sorry no wait till we get to one farther down that is the second least likely because I really don't see any way Baltimore loses that game to the Bengals. Next up, our fifth scenario is the Browns tie and the Dolphins lose. Again, the Dolphins and the Bills is probably realistically the game of the week. One of the games of the week. So it's Miami-Buffalo, Pittsburgh-Cleveland, Dallas-New York, Green Bay, Chicago, and Washington, Philadelphia. Those are those are the best games this week. Those are the games that are like must watches. But again, the Buffalo offense has been very good. John Brown just got activated off the IR earlier today. Don't know if he'll be playing in that game, but possible so that Miami loss isn't completely out of the picture next up we have the Browns tying and the Titans losing 
again, the tie is what is really getting me because ties aren't that likely. As I said before, it is possible that the Titans lose. I don't think they will, but it is possible. Our seventh scenario is a Browns tie and a Colts tie, which I don't see happening at all. And then the final scenario is a Browns tie, a Titans tie, a Baltimore win, and a Dolphins win, which I think is the least likely to happen because, again, that's two ties. I don't think Tennessee Tennessee is either going to lose this game or they're going to blow out the Texans. It's not going to be a close game, in my opinion. But who knows? So our best bet this weekend, let, let me check the times of the games. Okay, so two of the games that the Browns need are occurring at the same time as theirs. So the Brown, while the Browns are playing the Steelers, the Dolphins are playing the Bills, and the Ravens are playing the Bengals. So keep an eye on those two games while the Browns are playing. Because if the Browns do lose, then you then we need Miami to win and Baltimore to win. Then you're hoping and praying that Deshaun Watson and the Texans can do something, do anything to beat the Tennessee Titans. That's that's really all there is to hope for at this point. And that's really all I had planned going into today. But Dwayne Haskins was released by the Washington football team. And it came across my mind, would it be... A good idea for the Browns to sign Dwayne Haskins as a backup to Baker Mayfield if he's ever having a bad game or gets injured. In my opinion, it wouldn't hurt to have him. I don't know if he's better than Case Keenum, but you can at least put him put him in a system with a young head coach. Kevin Stefanski might be able to work his magic on him, and then you could end up trading him at some point you sign him to a a cheap contract see what he can do he might even beat out baker mayfield some weeks depending on how baker looks in practice but i tweeted out a poll from the fpc browns account It has 22 hours left. This podcast is going up immediately. So there is a 
poll on the Twitter account asking, would you want the team to sign Dwayne Haskins? I want you guys to go ahead, interact with that poll, and then leave your feedback below and letting us know, or letting me know what you think and why. But that's all we've got for today. This has been a little bit longer than the last couple episodes just because we've had more to talk about, which is great. Um, Off-season coming soon. Hopefully we'll be able to do playoff previews for the Browns. Crossing my fingers for that. Again, really relying on those other teams. But for the Browns, it's a win and you're in. So if the guys can get it done this weekend, then we don't have to worry about any other games. But like I said, go interact with that poll. It's at FPC underscore Browns on Twitter. And make sure you guys tune in for the game. Tweet at us throughout. We'll be live tweeting the games as we normally do. Make sure to tweet at us. Get those interactions up. We want to see what your guys' interact or what your guys' opinions are on what's happening in the games. So let us know. Let us know what you think is going to happen. Any questions about any off-season moves that might happen, anything like that, go ahead and tweet them at us. Or you can tweet them at nswansonmedia. That handle is also in the little Twitter bio. So thank you guys for listening, and we will be back again soon.